I have a win at my fingertips <laughs> and I can't. I'm freezing up. What do you think? Did he get him? Am I hung over? What? <laughs> what? Nah, a little slightly. We don't know what we're doing here. Are you kidding me, Mike? Hey everybody, it's Dale Jr. Welcome back to another episode of the Dale Jr. Download. It is Thursday, March the 23rd. I'm here with Mike Davis in the Bojangles studio, and this is the, wait, hold up, mm. wait a minute, mm. nuh-uh, mm. say what show? Good heavens, that's a lot. Is that the new name? That is the new name. You right. nailed it too. I was scared you're going to butcher it. What, hold up, wait a minute, nuh-uh, say what? There you go. Where did you where did you come up with this? Uh this was deep. This was deep on Saturday night. I just thought of this. I'm okay. like, that's what I'm gonna name the show when I wrote Deep it down. on Saturday night means at a bar. It was St. Patty's Day celebration. Yes, yes. it was. St. Patty's Day. That was it. And you were drunk. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Wait. Ingadoba. <what>? <laughs> okay. Well, we had uh Ricky Stenhouse on the show yesterday. Uh Ricky was great. Awesome to be able to talk to the Daytona five hundred champion. And um, hearing a lot about his story in terms of what went down with his transition from Rouse, Roush to the uh, 47 team and um, what that experience has been like. Um, cool dude. Like I said, you never hear him on Reaction Theater. You never hear him, you know, uh, going crazy over the radio. He's always got a smile on his face, races hard, friend to everybody in the garage for the most part. I don't know anybody that's got a bad thing to say about him. Um, he's raced, uh, you know, he's raced hard under some challenging circumstances performance wise, but he stayed positive enough that when those opportunities to win do happen, when they are in front of him, he's present. And, um, that's why he's a Daytona 500 champion, Mike. So I think it's a great example for people, you know, that, you know, to stay the course, to keep grinding away. He said it himself, you know, you're, you know, those opportunities to win and those opportunities for good days are in front of you and they will happen. But if you're not doing the work, even when things aren't going the right way, you won't win when that opportunity is there. So anyways, pretty cool. I think that's pretty much his career in a nutshell right now, but he's only 35 years old. I didn't get the chance to say this to him, but um, I wanted to. Uh, he's literally just now getting into the prime of his career as a race car driver. I've always felt like that 35 to 43 years of you know age is the is the pinnacle, the peak of uh, the mental side of it, having all of the effort and understanding what you need to do off the racetrack. It's when a driver really has a potential to be his best or her best. And so I think that he, um, you know, is – as much as he's raced and seen and done and the trials and tribulations and the highs and lows, he's still not at the peak of his career till just right about now. That's true. I didn't even think about that. I wasn't aware he was 35. So that's a, that's an interesting point. I will tell you my takeaways from that conversation with Ricky was one, how absolute down to earth he is. And I know that we knew this about him already, but again, that was an enjoyable conversation we had yesterday. You know, sometimes it feels more like an interview or sometimes more like a formal thing, but we talked about some pretty heavy stuff and, and man, that was just an enjoyable conversation time. I don't, I didn't want it to end, frankly. So that yeah. was number one. Number two is we got to remind ourselves, like he was like almost crowned the, you know, the next big thing. He won those Xfinity series, then the nationwide series championships. And 
he gets to cup. And man, what happens when you are the future of an organization, but then the organization deteriorates? And and like when people start leaving and they don't go replace these, you know, very foundational type drivers like a Matt Kenseth or a Carl Edwards, what happens then? And man, that that has to do some kind of work on your psychology as a race car driver. Because I know you guys, you guys are, I don't mean this in a disparaging way, but there's a lot of head games that go on in your brains, man. And y'all are overthinking things and, and you're wondering, and there's some doubt that creeps in. Man, when the doubt creeps in, it's almost like that's two tenths right there, you know, because now you're not the best driver on the track. You're, well, am I the best driver on the track? And now it's all of a sudden your, your performance echoes that, that doubt. So, man, he had to go through uh, quite the uh, emotional roller coaster, I think, at, at Roush, only then to be told, come in for a meeting. Oh, it's just a meeting. They tried to do it without his, without his agent. Smartly, Josh, you know, wised up to it and showed up but they let him go I mean that's that's one of those unfortunate things and man I just think that he was very forthcoming very transparent about what that uh that that situation was like and I appreciated that but again I think we should compliment and and respect uh Ricky for all that he brings to the table yeah I think um one of the things that I enjoyed talking about uh and thinking about is this this weekend's race Coda coming up um I was trying to pick his brain a little bit about what they felt uh, the no stage breaks was going to do to the race. Fans have been begging for this. No stages. They don't like the stages. They don't like the races stopping. Um, they are fine with giving away stage points or having a stage winner, but but they would prefer that there be no break in the action, especially at the truck and the Xfinity level where the races are already pretty abbreviated. The amount of caution and green flag racing – sort of weighs heavily toward the caution side when you add these these stage breaks but so there's this bit of a uh, there's a bit of there's a bit of momentum I think created now about this around this conversation because now NASCAR has um, given you know the, given some credence or credibility to that conversation by taking away the stage breaks and throwing the yellows for the stages at the road courses um, I don't know that that is going to make a better race my fear is that the race will be a long green flag run much like ricky said yesterday and there'll be very minimum if at all any yellows Mm. and it will be a strategy race where who you know how many times do you stop um and even the length of this race at coda makes it really challenging to do a lot of different things for multiple teams to be on multiple strategies. And so with the way the fuel works in this race and the, um, and, and the, the length of the race um, is a 24-lap window for fuel, and it's a 68-lap race. So everyone um, will pit twice at the same time. So uh, it'll have to, we'll have to be fortunate enough to get a unique yellow situation that might throw everybody's strategy off. And so, um, you know, anyways, uh, if you love, you know, the F1 style strategy and the races and and what you see at a lot of the road courses in open wheel, um, this is more than likely going to look like that. And uh, which I'm fine with. I'm good with it. I'm glad uh, that we're getting away from the stage breaks at the road courses. But I wonder how 
people are going to react to what they see Sunday. I don't know what we'll see exactly, but I wonder what the conversation will be. Yeah. Um, and uh, how people will feel about it in terms of what the next road course race might offer now that we've seen uh, what it's like without the stage breaks. I mean, we can go back several years and watch a road course race, and that's, that's what it's going to look like uh, without stage breaks in it. Uh, but with this particular car, Ricky Stenhouse said yesterday, drivers are making less mistakes. Dri- they you know, figured it out. Yeah, the car is, you know, the car is uh, purpose built to go around racetracks just like this. You know, it's not a hand, it's not as much of a handful uh, at a road course as the old car was. And um, I think one thing that we can really lean into uh, in in case we're looking for a storyline and void of many storylines on Sunday is all of the road course racing specialists that will be joining mm. joining the field. Uh, Jensen, Jensen Button, Kimmy Raikkonen, Connor Daly, Jordan Taylor, and even Jimmy Johnson. I would throw him into that mix uh, as a, a name to pay attention to, right? A driver to keep your eye on. Uh, hopefully that's two F1 champions, an active IndyCar driver, an IMSA legend, a seven-time NASCAR champion all in the same race. This yeah. might be um, one of the most compelling fields that NASCAR's ever had. I mean, going back to when Mario and AJ were hanging around and running a race or two. This is going to be fascinating to see which of these guys can go out there and be competitive. Yeah, All, their, all of the cars that they're driving will have various degrees of performance. Uh, and, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see who can work their way, uh, into the top of the field. I am particularly curious about Jordan Taylor, frankly, because I know when we did our um, ultimate experience at Bristol last year, Jordan Taylor actually was Charlotte when we, that he came to, he came and a lot of the questions that people asked Jordan was when will you get in a cup car and where would it be? And it was funny how he sort of navigated that question because, it, like, you could tell that he really wanted to get in one, but you got to, you know, play your hand right. Well, now he gets in one, and I can't wait. I hope he does well. I hope Connor does well. Obviously, Connor's our boy, and he does the podcast and stuff. But, like, Jordan Taylor really has a chance to level up in terms of his stock. Uh, you know, I mean, he is a phenomenal road course racer, and and uh, but, like, now he's in a NASCAR cup car i think this is is an awesome opportunity i know that a lot of people are going to look at um the driving and testing that he's been able to do in the garage 56 car and say hey man you know it's a similar vehicle uh that should give him an advantage but the um this and he's actually i think maybe tested the the garage 56 car at coda okay and so that will be a, a a great that'll be great help to him to be able to at least understand the track and and last you know I know he's been, probably been around that track before but the apexes and entrances to the corners with this race car and the center of gravity and so forth be a little bit different uh, than maybe with an open wheel car how you might approach certain series a certain series of corners but that garage fifty six car was multiple seconds faster than what this stock car this this particular you know NASCAR cup car will do around that track the braking zones the cornering speed everything's going to be completely mm. unuseful to him um, so as much as that you might want that to be an advantage for him I don't know it's going to be quite as helpful uh, but he is in a great race car yes subbing for Chase Elliott he does have a ton of pressure on him I don't think that um, maybe it's not fair but 
I think the pressure is because we all want him to do You're well. Right. It's, You're right. It's not because we're not sitting here thinking, man, this guy's a legend and he ought to go out there and kick tail. And if he doesn't, it's you know we're all it, it's going to be a, a stain on his resume. We we all want Jordan Taylor to go have a great race because of the personality he is, because of the following he has on social media, the things that he does are so unique to anything else that we see in motorsports. And everybody just really wants to see this thing go well for Jordan. Yeah. Right. I have like you, Mike, I have wanted to see him in a cup car for years only because of the personality that he is. Every sport would be clamoring to get a guy like that into the fold. And so while it will be awesome to see Jimmy out there and competing, uh, Jensen and Kimmy and all those guys, I think my focus is probably going to be mostly on Jordan and what kind of pace he's showing and what kind of race he's able to put together. Because I think that honestly, should he do really well, he's still young enough to possibly pivot at some point in his life into a NASCAR career. Yeah. And as many road course races that we have on the schedule um, and the way this car is built and designed leans itself a little bit more toward the road racing specialist. Uh, I could see, you know, people doing that. You know, I know this is probably a lot different, but um, Austin Sendrick, right? He, he, his whole life was geared toward IMSA, road racing, club racing, all of those. And, he pivoted rather late, you know, just in the past several years, he really made a really uh, a big effort to go stock car racing only in specific. Uh, I don't think Jordan's too old to make that choice and make that change, no. um, you know, and it'll be interesting to see. Uh, hopefully this is just one of many opportunities he gets behind the wheel of a next-gen car in the future. The Dale Jr. Download is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. You going to any concerts this summer, man? I am. I'm seeing a concert in June. Hardy and Kit Moore. Love Hardy. In uh, Charlotte. I was so stressed getting the tickets. I'm going to be front row. I'm, gonna, I'm in the pit. When these tickets go out, man, I am online as soon as tickets open. I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, you, you know, you got to act quick. Yes. And when you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for a business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. Mm. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, and right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Dale Jr. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Dale Jr. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Dale Jr. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get the cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy all-in-one solution that will restore your cold air in no time. 
There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. So... We had a bracket last week, um, the beer bracket. Beer bracket. What was the response to the beer bracket, bud? Very positive. Oh, okay, good. And I, good. I believe it or I'm not, surprised. a lot of people were shocked to hear you guys have never heard of a shower beer. I know. I heard that too. Yeah. I need to try shower beer, I guess. Yeah. There was a beer that we left off of our bracket, by we I mean you, Alex, that <laughs> I think that should have been included, and that is golf course beer. Yeah. That yeah. is a famous beer right there. Yeah, I yeah. don't play. I don't play no, no I know golf. You, so I, I know maybe that's why I left yeah. it off. But the fact me, is, is that's a that's a popular beer. What's the best application of the shower beer? It's more. Is that I've a hang, of, is it similar to the hangover beer? Kind of, but it's more like after work, and it's like you know if you got kids and stuff, and you know it's a long time. You just crack yeah. open that beer, and you're in the shower when you're taking a shower, and it's that full deep cleanse from the day. Okay, so yeah. that will, I will give it a go, man. I will report back my first ever shower beer on next week's show. But we got another bracket for you today. Um, top Dale Senior Moments. Look, I don't, this is this is Alex coming up with this. I know we do a lot of Earnhardt stuff on this show, but I'm excited about this bracket. All right, the Intimidator bracket. Right here on the Dale Jr. Download. Let's get started. The 1998 Daytona 500. Mm. It's in a tough, tough early round against the first career win in 1979 at Bristol. I have the suit from the first career win. Gosh, this is a tough one. Is it? Yeah, man. I mean, that first win puts you on the map. He won uh, his first race at Bristol, the first Bristol trip early in the year, rookie year. What if he don't win that race, man? He wins the next one. Well, I don't know. Um, we are going uh, – let's go around the room, Alex. Go. I go Daytona 500. Okay, Daytona 500. Mike Davis. Daytona 500, All 1998. Right. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to go with you guys. Daytona 500. That was a tough one. I would seeded the first win higher than eighth. I tried to keep them I would have been sim like similar topics yeah. for this one, not necessarily seated. All right. Well, I would have I would have seated that number two. Um, let's go with the rollover on the back straightaway and get back in the car. Nineteen ninety seven Daytona five hundred moment with a top ten at Watkins Glen with a broken mm. sternum and collarbone. I think he also won the pole for that one. Um, you know, I don't know. I think the rollover and get back in the car is a cool one. People really thought that was neat. This is the one where he goes, does that thing crank? Yeah. And they Climbs out of the ambulance, yeah. back in the car, and finishes the race. It's yeah, pretty that's, strong. That's badass. Just to, be, right. but to add a little bit of color to the Watkins Glen, uh, broken sternum collarbone, Joe Mattis says that they set a merchandise record. They rushed up T-shirts. That ended up – It hurt so good. Hurt so good T-shirt. After, after he qualified on the pole. That's right. So. Um. Where are you going? They uh, they used to have this bit on John Boy and Billy, a uh, morning show around here in Charlotte, 99.7 Fox. Um, and this guy comes on and goes, he said on the pole, 
ribs sticking through his shirt. <laughs> and I always thought, he's like, you know, he's tough at yeah. heart. He's tough. Yeah. I thought that was That's hilarious. Funny. Ribs sticking through his shirt. I I am going, I know you haven't asked me, but I'm going to tell you, I'm going with that one. I'm going right. with Watkins Glen in the uh, in the second bracket there. All right. Um, round number one. Bracket three, eighteenth to first at Talladega, two thousand, or the pass in the grass, two, oh. two more that honestly don't belong. They don't belong in the same bracket in the big. first round. You know, These are two so? big moments, the elite eight, huge it's, moments. It's supposed to be. It's elite eight. Oh my gosh! No, this is the elite eight, right? There's only yep. four games here, but this is a tough one. You got the two thousand Talladega race where he goes eighteenth to first. Wow! I'm what? gonna I'm gonna go Talladega. You know. Overpassing the grass. Well, I would. Ooh. Was look, that 1987? I'm going to. This is why. This is why. All right. If you just said 1987 Winston, I would have chosen that one. The bulk of the whole race, right? But passing the grass, I'm a, to 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 chase Elliott's credit. It annoys the hell out of him that it was not a real pass, right? And so. Having being the son of a famous race car driver just like him, I can totally understand his uh, frustration with how that celebrated um, as a pass that didn't really wasn't really a pass. So I'm going to say the Talladega win, even though I'm annoyed by that one as well because I I had a lot to do with that actually getting in position to win that race. Nobody won't can, you don't have to believe that. <laughs> shit. I don't care if you like it or not, but um, my indecisions behind. Skinner and half throttling and not being sure what to do uh, took a bunch of momentum out of that line and that allowed Dad to get powered up on the outside. Um, I regret a lot of things I did in that race late. Uh, you, you you shouldn't beat yourself up over. Well, it. I should have pulled up in front of Dad and he pushed me to the win, or I should have uh, pushed Skinner and Oof. maybe tried to try to find a way around him a little a little different than I did. I should have doored Skinner when I got underneath him on the front straightaway, but I didn't want to cause a damn wreck in front of the whole field. Anyways. So you're saying going to the lot apron of is not a good idea. Going to the apron and him – he, he wasn't going to let me up, and I'm like, okay. It was just all So you're going, you're going with Talladega. Talladega 2000. Alex, what are you going I with? I go Talladega. I'm going with Talladega as well. All right. Because I was there in the grandstands. Oh, yeah. Rattle, oh, his, yes. rattle his cage, Bristol with Terry Labonte. Or the windshield wiper at Richmond. Dirty windshield, and he unbuckles himself under caution and wipes and cleans his own windshield. I'm going with that because I believe he ends up winning that race, maintaining that track position, uh, cleaning his windshield on the racetrack. Crazy that back then, you did if you did that today, NASCAR would bring your ass down pit road <laughs> and probably uh, you know give you a fine and some money uh, to, to, to spend. But um, rightly so, I think it would probably be a penalty to be unbuckling yourself from a rolling car. But back then, it was a little wilder time. So I'm going with the Richmond. I, I agree. That's my upset, which I don't even think it's a real upset. It's probably yeah. a top moment. Rattlers Cage, I mean, it's interesting. When he wins. The one thing I didn't love about Rattlers Cage is that that was really the one and only time that I would that I would that Dad had like 50-50 cheers and boos. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people really appreciated that, that the mm-hmm. way he raced uh, – uh, Terry in that in that moment, and that was odd for me and a lot of people. I think to hear people have displeasure of what Dad was doing on the racetrack. Mm. There'd been plenty of people that hated what he did on the track, wrecking uh, Sterling Marlin at Bristol and all kinds of other moments, right? But 
mostly people cheered it, right? It was like he was, it, a lot of those things made him popular, but that particular one did not go over well. I think because everybody had so much respect for Terry and how clean Terry was as a racer. So that leaves us now with the semifinal round. I can't remember what you picked in the – did you pick Watkins Glen Sternum or did you pick uh, Rollover back in the car? All right, here we go. Round. Yeah. Let's round two. Round two. Daytona 500 and 1997 Daytona. The 97 Daytona is him climbing back in the car after the rollover. Obviously, the Daytona 500 win in 98 is what I'm going to choose here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Hey, although I have the Watkins Glen Sternum thing, but I still – I think the 98 Daytona, yeah. Daytona 500 is too iconic. And we're going Talladega 2000, where he comes from 18th to 1st in the final few laps, and the windshield wiping at Bristol – or at Richmond. Uh, mm. I believe he did that in 86 or 87. He goes on to win there as well that day. Um, 2000, I'm going to go with the 2000 Daytona. Me too. So that I am too. Now, Alex? I'm going wiper. You're going wiper? Yeah. All right. Well, so then that leaves – Dale and I have the same championship game here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's – Dale and I have the 1998 Daytona 500 versus the 2018th yeah. first Talladega race, whereas you have the 1998 Daytona 500 versus the Richmond windshield, which you can't even name the date or the or the name of the race or anything about it, but you got it in Don't your championship. Don't need to. I got that got moment. It. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with our final round, the Daytona 500 1998 win versus the Dega 2000. Alex has the wiper, uh, wiping the windshield at Richmond. I'm going to say Daytona 98. And the reason is – um, the the when he pulls down onto the pit road and all the crews come out to shake his hand, I don't think we've ever seen a moment quite like that in our sport. Um, this same thing happened to Tony Stewart on his final race as he pulled off pit road, which was very touching. But um, that to see the crews, you would never, you know, go out of your way to congratulate uh, another. Another driver as a crewman, right? I mean, you had friends, right? And drivers may go into victory lane and quickly say, "Hey, man, pat you on the back," or old friends may give give themselves a high five or hug, but never really does the entire industry sort of in unison line up and do that. Just a really fascinating moment that I thought was telling about what Dad meant to the sport. Yeah. Um, and so for me, that's it. Listen, I'm not going to say it any better than that. Uh, I've got the 98 Daytona 500 as our champion here, um, although the Talladega race was one. You talk about just badass moments, man. Um, that will always be up there. But uh, you're right, 98 Daytona 500 was iconic. So the question is, Alex, are you sticking on with the windshield at Richmond, or are you going to do the right thing here? No, it, it's way too <laughs> iconic. You can't, you can't upset that. That's why it's the number one seed. All right. Yeah. NASCAR history and heritage come alive at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Celebrate my fellow inductees Donnie Allison, Jimmy Johnson, and Chad Knauss with their class of 2024 artifacts enshrined in the Hall of Honor. Don't miss the Ford Performance Showcase. It's a new inside NASCAR exhibit that showcases the Ford Mustang's next-gen car through its design and innovation. The latest edition of Glory Road explores over 75 years of racing history with its cool 33-degree banking and 19 cars on display. On Mondays and Fridays, there's guided tours that take you behind the scenes with incredible stories and access to a NASCAR Hall of Fame insider. Or you can explore the hall at your own pace with the new mobile hub. It's a digital experience. 
get behind the wheel of a realistic iRacing simulator. Or you can learn how fast-paced pit stops work with the Pit Crew Challenge. From the legends who shaped the sport to the new heroes earning a spot in the record books, the NASCAR Hall of Fame delivers an unforgettable experience. Book your visit to the hall today at nascarhall.com. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or the property. It's the location and neighborhood, Dalton. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when we say in-depth, we're talking deep in-depth. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, a home, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. All right. So we got another uh, game we're going to play. Me and Mike are going to compete against each other, I think. Are we? Mm-hmm. Um uh, Alex, go ahead and tee us up on what this is. Let me cut in real quick. This is Andrew Curlin here because Tim's, Dale, Mike, they didn't really explain this game very well, so I will. This game is called Guess the Driver. They have a tic-tac-toe board in front of them, but along the top are three race teams, and along the left side are three race teams, and they have to pick a driver that race for both teams in that particular square. The rules are simple. I think Tim's was making them up as we go, but let's let's take a look at the board. Along the top from left to right, we have Morgan McClure Motorsports, the Wood Brothers, and Michael Waltrip Racing. Down the left side from top to bottom, we have Robert Yates Racing, Hendrick Motorsports, and Richard Childress Racing. We will also post the board on all Dirty Mo social channels so you guys can follow along and play alongside Dale and Mike. Oh, Oh, God. Yeah. Dale's going to kill me in For this. For example, Morgan McClure Motorsports. Ernie Irvin. And Rowry Yates Racing. Ernie Irvin. Ernie. Well, I, well I, yeah, I would have guessed that one. Okay, so talking. then it's not a who says it first. It's a alternate turns. Alternate, yes. All right, so do you want to give Dale that one? I can you can you. both. We can both put Ernie in that box. Yes. All right, so put Ernie in that box. So Dale goes Ernie Irvin. So now, Mike, you can pick any one of these squares and try to match up a driver. So I gotta pick. God, I I'm so gonna you, suck at this. I, I feel anyone. so nervous. I, like, there's so many obvious things here, and I'm just I'm I'm gonna tense up here. All right, hold on, give me a second. Yeah. I gotta just think here. Which one am I gonna focus on? Okay, I can do Wood Brothers and Robert Yates easily. Go. What do you got? Ricky Rudd. Ricky Rudd, correct. All right, Michael Waltrip Racing in. Oh, is it my? So it's now it's Dale. Now it goes back I'm sorry. To Dale, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I will do. Um, Wood Brothers and Hendrick Motorsports. Oh, okay. And it's Kenny Schrader. Yes. Dang it. There can be also multiple answers. I don't have to explain yeah. that. All right. But these are okay. Whatever. All right. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I've got to go. So you have. To I've go. got to go. RCR and Michael Waltrip Racing because he's got. Yeah. Uh, he's got a ticket toe working yeah. right mm-hmm. here. Yep. All right. Just give me a second. He gets the. He has the timer, of course, right? Yeah. He can't just have forever. Well, what's my time? Two minutes. Oh, yeah, I'll be able to come up with something in two minutes. All That's right. a long time. That's right. tough. Easy. I'm trying to concentrate. This it was is so hard. easy. This is a piece of cake, Mike. Boyer. There you go. Mm-hmm. 
I blocked him. Blocked him. All right. I will go. Mm, I'm going to go Morgan McClure and RCR. All right. And it's going to be mm. Mike Skinner. Mike Skinner. Dang it. It's the bottom left. Dang right. it. That means I've got to come up with <laughs> so That means I got to come Mike, up with is, Hendrick Motorsports and Morgan McClure. This might yeah. be the most obscure one. All right. Shh. All right, hold on. He's obscure. <laughs> Morgan McClure and Hendrick Motorsports. What driver ran for both those dang teams? I'm trying to think when we've had more like Tony Glover on who who did we talk about? Who was all right before Ernie? Sterling never did. Who was after? Who was after? Hold up. Dang, I just saw a notification on my phone and I was really hoping it was Tiff giving me an answer. <laughs> Turns out it's just Xfinity Racing tweeting something. <laughs> Morgan McClure and Hendrick Motorsport. Just time out. Stop my timer. Dale, do you know the answer to this? Do you just have, do you know who that this would be? Why would I tell you? You're I'm not asking you other... to tell me. I'm not asking you to tell me. I'm asking, do you know it? If I said yes, then you're going to move to the other box. Oh, no, I'm, I don't feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm just wondering if this is so obscure that you don't even know it. I haven't thought about it yet. I'm thinking about the other one. Oh, God, he's strategizing. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm almost there. You have one minute left. Okay. Do you want a hint? Yes. It's not necessarily a guy who ran the full season. Oh, I'm not even thinking about full season, guys. Okay. No, I'm, I'm thinking about who is those anomalies. Like, like if maybe... I'm trying to think, like, did Terry Labonte run a race for Morgan McClure or something like that? Now, even though he was a full-timer for Hendrick, but he also had that those years when he was in the 44. Mm-hmm. Um, 30 seconds. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that one. No. This it When I say it, it's going to be good. You're going to be a freaking I remember that. Yeah. Dang it. All right, I'm going to go... Five seconds. Oh shit! God. Uh, Three, two, <laughs> one. Do you have a final guess? No, I. I mean, I. I know they're all wrong. I don't even like any guess. I, I mean, like, Craven never ran for him. Um, like, I'm trying to think of Hendrick drivers. No, I. I can't. I can't come up with anybody. All right. If you go to Dale, do you pass? Yeah. Um, if I give a guess is, and it's incorrect, is that it? You can get a free guess on this one because he basically lost his yeah. turn. If not, you can you have to you have to move on to another yeah. one. I'm having a tough time with the Robert Yates Michael Waltrip racing. Um, I'm trying I mean Michael wasn't Michael's team wasn't around that long. They just had a handful of drivers. Well, I know that one. I absolutely know that one. Is that obvious? Yeah. Hmm. Pretty obvious. All right, then let me. If it's that obvious, I need to think about it. But you have no guess. I mean, just go ahead and rule out the Morgan McClure Hendrick Motorsports, so I can at least get Alex to tell us the answer to that. Well, then the box goes cold. You, I, he yeah. did, probably didn't think all the way I through it. I didn't think we get to that part. <laughs> he didn't think that I we didn't think you guys would get. That would yeah. be the last well, one. Who is it? Joan Imacek. Ah, oh, son of a. <laughs> so the Michael Waltrip Racing one. I mean. It's obvious. Michael didn't drive for Yates. 
Clint did not drive for Yates. Truex did not. Um, Mark Martin did not. Alex, I texted you. Is that is that right? Yes, that's Dang. one of them. That's one of them. Yeah. Oh, there's multiple. Yes, there's two that I thought of. Yeah. Um, I want him to not get this. Yeah, this like one, I've wanted. I, I have never wanted something in my entire life than this moment. I do not want him to get it. Yeah. This one's. Where are we at on the timer? I want. I want fifty-five seconds. Fifty-five yeah. seconds. Um. <laughs> if you can guess it, guess it, Mike. You I can got have it. it. I've already, already got it. it. Do it. You're, you're giving up? Yeah. You're giving up your final 45 seconds? I suppose, yeah. Dale Jarrett. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep DJ. All right, that one goes to Mike. Woo! So now, Dale, you need to get the Game Michael Walter Racing Hendrick Motorsports. It Motor ain't over. Time. I, for me, it is. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get the Michael Walter Racing Hendrick Motorsports one, which is middle right. Or Mike. Wait, it's my turn. Yeah, but you just went because he gave up his turn to Hold get up. to you. I no no no. Remember he got to guess on the Hendrick Morgan McClure thing because I I didn't, and then he oh, was gonna get his turn. You're right. You're, that you're was right. his turn. Yes, you're right. I right. guessed it, and yes. now it's my turn. Now it's back to you. That was your rules. Yes, I didn't was. make up the rules. I, I made rules. up that rule. Yeah. So I get to go with. Let's see here. I'm gonna go for the win. How? I'm gonna go for because I got these two. But right. you didn't guess that one. Clint Boyer and Dale Jarrett. I just did. But then it's my turn. Uh, all right, Tim's. Are you gonna Are you gonna change the rules in the middle of the game? <laughs> when in what tic tac go tic tac go tic tac toe game do you get to go back to back times? He gave his free guess and got it, so now he gets to go again. That's right. This ain't make it take it. <laughs> let in me my, think. In here. my version, it's I've, make it take I, it. I've got a game to win right now, so let me concentrate <laughs> here. Michael Walter Racing versus Hendrick one. Motorsports. Michael Walter Racing. You only have a minute left. Okay, okay, okay. Jesus. This is a weird one. It's. I don't think it's that weird when, okay. when it's going to get announced. Dale Jarrett, Michael Waltrip, Clint Boyer. Who am I missing? I'm missing somebody obvious. 30 seconds. He crashed at Texas into the wall really, really hard. We have the car in the graveyard. 10 seconds. I have a win at my fingertips <laughs> and I can't. I'm freezing up. Five, four, Whoa. three, two, one. All right, you got to guess? Mark Martin. Yes, sir. Mark Martin drove for Michael Walter Bracing? Yeah. Boy, yeah. The 55. Yeah, 55. How many races? <laughs> like for a couple of years, like part time, couple he years. He did? Yeah. This was he after shared his, it with Brian Vickers, which is also another correct. Was name. this his fourth or fifth retirement tier? Uh, uh, probably sixteenth. Oh, dang it! I didn't. I still don't remember Mark Martin driving that. All right. So the only one is the middle bottom, which is Wood Brothers RCR. Oh, that, so that, there's no winner in that, this game that no one got. Yeah, so this is a draw. Uh, have we gotten the Wood Brothers Yates? Yes, Mike got uh, that one. It was Ricky Rudd. Oh. So this is yes. Yeah, so like as Tiff said, this would be the winner take all. So the first person to get this one right wins. And this is uh, who who drove for both Wood Brothers and RCR. Yes. I got it. Who? Has Ricky Rudd ever run for RCR? Like even a race? Richard? Uh, Ricky I don't Rudd? believe so. Damn. I oh, you don't even know? You gave up your answer. I, that wasn't one I had on mine, but... Mm. 
I can. I'll it, it, double back check. In the 80s, I'll double check. Back in the eighties, when all that uh, Jimmy Jack jacket was going around, I will double check. Do you know? Dale wouldn't even admit it if it, I, I right. don't think Ricky Rudd drove. Okay. For RCR. Yeah, I don't think it was. RCR. It was another team. I think you need to take a look. I think I might be right. Well, while he's doing that, I'm gonna try to figure it out. I'm right. I'm right. Oh, they did. They oh, there did. There you go. There you <laughs> go. Right. <laughs> Ricky Rudd. <laughs> Boom. Why, why is that so hard? Like, I know Ricky Rudd drove for RCR. Why is that yeah, so Rudd damn hard to remember? RCR's first NASCAR went at hey, Riverside. At least I made the trash. Yeah. There you me. go. <laughs> Good job, Mike. I need you to really kind of start studying up on your NASCAR oh, history. <laughs> I had I thought you were oh. gonna say Paul Menard. I thought that one. Was I want a victory beer. I couldn't even know one. what that felt like <laughs> last week when we had that. I need a victory beer. This is the Daytona 500 for me. This is good job, Mike. Good I job. Got a beer Mike. coming. Here it comes. I need a Bud Light. It's the heaviest thing we got. Well, that's that pretty fun. impressive. It is fun. It's harder than it. Than you would think. It's very hard. It's hard to come up with. Gosh, I mean, Ricky uh, Rudd's the obvious answer, and I don't know why I wouldn't. I'm thinking nobody drove for Richard Tillis Racing. I'm. A, I was looking. I was digging in the early, the later years, like the Clint Boyer years. Yeah. I just want to thank my team. Listen, they, everybody worked hard today. I am just, uh, you know, I got to say thank you to my wife. I want to say thanks to everybody that made this possible. What a day. Um, <laughs> I'm going to celebrate this one when we get home tonight, boys. <laughs> All right, y'all. Oh, we're doing a podcast, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. we are. <laughs> we are closing this one out. That was a great. That was a great show. A lot of fun. Keep these games coming, Alex. Um, let's do some more guest driver. I got to redeem myself. Good lord. We'll do another one next week. Got a headache. Yeah. That hurt. That, um, that's a hard one. It was for you. We got a short. <laughs> we got a short track insider with Hannah Newhouse coming up. She's going to give us all the happenings in the grassroots world of auto racing, and um, that'll be the show. Appreciate y'all. Enjoy what Hannah has to offer here, and we'll see you next week. short track insider and man mother nature just got the best of most tour racing over the weekend canceling a majority of racing due to cold temperatures and expected rain although a few series were able to sneak in their racing while teams and fans braved the brisk conditions one of those races was the saint patty's day 150 and the easter bunny 150 ran over the weekend at hickory motor speedway with both races taking place on Saturday after Friday's rather rained out the St. Paddy's Day 150. Nova Scotia's Cole Butcher swept both the past features after racing almost 300 laps of feature racing on Saturday. That was not including all of the practice and stuff that they had to push into Saturday due to weather. So congratulations to Cole Butcher on that, as well as the Rattler 150 also took place at South Alabama Speedway, where Bubba Pollard finally found his way to victory lane and had the chance to snap his photo with the famed rattlesnake. That would be a no thank you on that one for me. They can keep that rattlesnake. That might be one that I probably wouldn't want to win simply for the snake in victory lane. But nonetheless... This upcoming weekend is a relatively tame one, but the weather looking much more favorable for racing, especially across the South. The Cars Tour is back in action after a weekend off. They head to Florence Motor Speedway in Florence, South Carolina for a late model stock car weekend only. 
And one of the things headlining the weekend is a new procedural rule that will be in place as the Cars Tour implements the Choose Cone rule on restarts for the first time since the inception of the series in 2015. The Aaron's 125 is scheduled for Saturday the 25th and can be watched on Flow Racing. Of course, uh, a lot of excitement going into the weekend after a great kickoff at Southern National Motorsports Park a couple weeks ago. Deke McCaskill looking to double down, go back to back. Uh, and a lot of guys looking to dethrone him. A couple rookies looking to break through as well. So uh, you can tune in and, of course, watch that on Flow Racing. Also this weekend, the World of Outlaw NOS Energy Sprint Cars head south after being in Pennsylvania over the weekend as they take on the Talladega Dirt Track on Friday and Magnolia Motor Speedway in Mississippi on Saturday. Both of those events can be found on Dirt Vision. The XR Super Series was supposed to run a $100,000 to win Spring Thaw this weekend at Volunteer Speedway, but that race has actually been rescheduled. It is now scheduled for April 14th and 15th and will be available to watch on XREvents.com. And lastly, some West Coast late model racing as the Spears SRL Southwest Tour heads to Kern County Raceway Park for the 8th Annual Winter Showdown. Both pro late models and super late models are expected, and you can watch it all on SpearsRacing.tv. So, again, hopefully Mother Nature all across the country is more favorable as you get out and support your local racetrack. Support it whether you can get there in person or, of course, so many different streaming opportunities available uh, to support drivers, teams, and tracks alike across the country. So we'll have you covered all week next week on the racing to watch and what happened here on Short Track Insider. Check out Dirty Mode Media. Check out, check, check. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. <laughs>